Today is the 26th of June, 2020. Welcome to Walking the Way. My name is Ray. I just want to say thank you to everyone for listening in. As we can continue to pray together, read scripture together, spend time together with God. In other words, have a regular rhythm of worship together. If you're joining us for the first time, let me say thank you and welcome. Each episode follows a really simple pattern. It's a mixture of prayer, scripture, music. Simple, easy. You'll pick it up as you go along. Before we start, if you would like to download the transcript of today's episode, if you click the download the script button, you'll get a PDF of today's episode. If you'd like to support Walking the Way, again, a link is in the episode notes below. And finally, if you want more information about me or the podcast, links are in the episode notes below. We always start each episode of Walking the Way with our opening prayer. So let's still our hearts as we come before God and pray, shall we? Oh Lord, we count our blessings today. We look forward to the treasure of weekend freedom, to awake and fall asleep again, to move through a day with ease, the time to notice nature's way, the quiet of gentle things, food and joy and family and friends, tucked up safe with family, making home and garden, Enjoying hobbies and sports, music, drama, art. Lord, I know you love our weekends just as much as we do. Let these blessed moments fill our thoughts today, Lord. Amen. Jeremiah twenty-three twenty-four. No one can hide where I cannot see them. Do you not know that I am everywhere in heaven and on earth. As I was thinking about today's episode of Walking the Way, I was struck by this verse, no one can hide where I cannot see them. Do you not know that I am everywhere in heaven and on earth? These are the words from Jeremiah. We sometimes try very hard to to run away from God. We sometimes try very hard to say that God is not in a situation, or God is not in this situation, or that situation. And here we have God saying to Jeremiah, no one can hide. Nothing can be done that I cannot see. And I find that reassuring in some way, that even in these darkest days, when we've not been able to gather together for worship, when contact with people has been limited, God is still there. Do you not know that I am everywhere in heaven and on earth, he says. God is still there alongside of them. Now, I know this is probably written in context of of sin and idolatry, and, you know, this is written in a time with the falling of Jerusalem, but there is reassurance there that I am everywhere in heaven and on earth, and even though it may feel that God is very distant, he is still there even though it may feel that we are in some really dark times, that God is with us. Because he is everywhere in heaven and on earth, and there is nowhere nowhere we can hide that he cannot find us. That is comfort, that is joy, that is hope, and that is peace. And for that, I am eternally grateful. We're going to have our first piece of music just to give us some time to center our thoughts on God. 
And then we're going to get into our Bible readings for today. And in today's readings, we read on in the book of Romans. We have a chapter to catch up on. So we're going to get two through, through, oh, my teeth back in. We're going to get through two chapters today, chapter five and chapter six. Let's ask God to speak to us through the scriptures this morning, shall we? Heavenly Father, speak to us today through the words of Paul. Let us hear about your grace and your mercy and your love for us. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. For the final time this week, our Bible readings are taken from the Good News Translation, and today we're reading Romans 5 and 6. Now that we have been put right with God through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. He has brought us by faith into this experience of God's grace in which we now live, and so we boast of the hope we have of sharing God's glory. We also boast of our troubles because we know that trouble produces endurance. Endurance brings God's approval, and His approval creates hope. This hope does not disappoint us, For God has poured out his love into our hearts by means of the Holy Spirit, who is God's gift to us. For when we were still helpless, Christ died for the wicked at the time that God chose. It is a difficult thing for someone to die for a righteous person. It may even be that someone might dare to die for a good person. But God has shown us how much he still loves us. For while we were still sinners, that Christ died for us. By his blood we are now put right with God. How much more then? will be saved by him from God's anger. We were God's enemies, but he made us his friends through the death of his son. Now that we are God's friends, 
how much more will we be saved by Christ's life? But that is not all. We rejoice because of what God has done through our Lord Jesus Christ, who has now made us God's friends. Sin came into the world through one man, and his sin brought death with it. As a result, death has spread to the whole human race because everyone has sinned. There was a sin in the world before the law was given. But where there is no law, no account is kept of sins. But from the time of Adam to the time of Moses, death ruled over all human beings, even those who did not sin in the same way that Adam did when he disobeyed God. Adam was a figure of the one who was to come. But the two are not the same because God's free gift is not like Adam's sin. It is true that many people died because of the sin of that one man. But God's grace is much greater, and so is his free gift to so many people through the grace of one man, Jesus Christ. And there is a difference between God's gift and the sin of one man. After the one sin came the judgment of guilty, but after so many sins comes the undeserved gift of not guilty. It is true that through the sin of one man death began to rule because of that one man. But how much greater is the result of what was done by the one man Jesus Christ? All who receive God's abundant grace and are freely put right with him rule rule in life through Christ. So then, as the one sin condemned all people, in the same way the one righteous act sets all people free and gives them life. And just as all people were made sinners as a result of the disobedience of one man, in the same way, they will all be put right with God as a result of the obedience of the one man. Law was introduced in order to increase wrongdoing. But when sin increased, God's grace increased much more. So then, just as sin ruled by means of death, so also God's grace rules by means of righteousness, leading us to eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. What shall we say then? Should we continue to live in sin so that God's grace may increase? Certainly not. We have died to sin. How then can we go on living in it? For surely you know that when we were baptized into union with Christ Jesus, we were baptized into union with his death. By our baptism then, we were buried with him and shared his death, in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glorious power of the, of the Father, so also we might live a new life. For since we have become one with him in dying as he did, in the same way we shall be one with him by being raised to life as he was. And we know that our old being has been put to death with Christ on the cross, in order that the power of the sinful self might be destroyed, so that we should no longer be slaves to sin. For when we die, we are set free from the power of sin. Since we have died with Christ, we believe that we also live with him. For we know that Christ has been raised from death and will never die again. Death will no longer rule over him. And so because he died, sin has no power over him. And now he lives his life in fellowship with God. In the same way you are to think of yourselves as dead, so far as sin is concerned, but living in fellowship with God through Christ Jesus. Sin must no longer rule in your mortal bodies so that you obey the desires of your natural self. Nor must you surrender any part of yourselves to sin to be used for wicked purposes. Instead, give yourselves to God, as those who have been brought from life to death, and surrender your whole being to Him to be used for righteous purposes. Sin must not be your master, 
for you do not live under law but under God's grace. What then? Shall we sin because we are not under the law but under God's grace? By no means. Surely you know that when you surrender yourselves as slaves to obey someone, you are in fact the slave of the master you obey, either of sin, which results in death, or of obedient, which results in being put right with God. But thanks be to God, for though at one time you were slaves to sin, you have obeyed with all your heart the truths found in the teaching you received. You were set free from sin, and became the slaves of righteousness. I use everyday language because of the weakness of your natural selves. At one time you surrendered yourselves entirely as slaves to impurity and wickedness for wicked purposes. In the same way you must now surrender yourselves entirely as slaves of righteousness for holy purposes. When you were the slaves of sin, you were free from righteousness. What did you gain from doing the things that you are now ashamed of? The result of those things is death. But now you have been set free from sin and are the slaves of God. Your gain is a life fully dedicated to Him, and the result is eternal life. For sin pays its wage, death. But God's free gift is eternal life in union with Jesus Christ our Lord. We're going to have our second piece of music, just to give us some time to think about the bits of Scripture that have caught our attention. And then after the music, we're going to pray. Before we pray, just a reminder that if you would like us to pray for you, then drop us a line through the usual channels, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, email, our voicemail services. All the links are in the episode notes, so 
let us know. We'd love to be able to share with you and pray with you and just support you through whatever you're going. Let's pray this morning, shall we? Dear loving Father, You are with me. You see all that I experience, all that I think, and care for all that I feel. You are with me. You see my frustrations, all the thoughts that run through my head, and you hold me as I cry. Thank you, loving Father, you are with us. I ask for your help. I ask for your help with my relationships, with my friendships, with my family, in the knowledge that you love us all. You are with us. You and only you understand the dynamics of what is happening. May your hand on our lives create reconciliation, forgiveness and peace. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. We say together the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us and remain with us now and forevermore. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. You've been listening to Walking the Way. All the details for today's episode can be found in the show notes, including the scripture passages and credits for the press. If you want to partner with Walking the Way, if you'd like to donate towards the project, that would be amazing. We are looking at upgrading all our equipment, so any donations would be fantastic. Please head to www.givesendgo.com forward slash walking the way. And for more information, head to rayborrett.co.uk. You can find me on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. Don't forget, you can also listen to us on TuneIn and YouTube. My name is Ray, and so until next time, I'll be here waiting as we continue walking the way.